The materials on this podcast are for informational and entertainment purposes only and are not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist, or any other medical or mental health professional. Hi, welcome to the Love Approach Project podcast, a space dedicated to bring you tips, ideas, and new ways in which you can live a more empowered life where stress doesn't take over and where love becomes the rule of the day. Enjoy! Welcome once again to another episode of the Love Approach Project podcast. This is your host, Laura Gutierrez, and today I'm here with Kathy Weiber. And Kathy is a personal and parent coach. And today we are actually going to be talking about a very important topic which is shame. So welcome, Kathy. Thank you. <laughs> Lovely to be here. Thank you for asking me. I feel very honored to be talking to people about this topic. It's very close to my heart. So thank you so much. No, thank you, Kathy. I think <clears throat> this is definitely a topic that we all need to learn about. Yes, yes. And, and to, be, to bring awareness to it, I think is going to bring healing mm-hmm. and and resolution to yes. many people you know yes so, thank you yeah, yeah. i agree it's uh, something we need to talk about more yes thank you thank you lovely well kathy i always like to begin with learning a little bit about you and and so that the audience also knows how you got to learn about this topic yeah a little bit about your journey yes well i'll start with i've been on this planet for a while mm-hmm. so <laughs> the journey is long <laughs> and um I, i'll start with i i went to coaching mm-hmm. which is what i love at the moment and i went into it because i didn't want to look at my past mm. i wanted to move forward okay and and then i discovered damn i've got to go back <laughs> and look at things yeah. and so it does start a long while ago so as a child i was very quiet very shy and i came from a bitty, bit of a dysfunctional troubled home life and I always wondered how did people who had difficult lives transform themselves out of it? There were these people in our lives, you know, Mandela and all these people that suffered so much adversity, which I didn't feel I suffered, but shone out of it. And actually it was about the age of 10 that I went, I'm really interested in human behaviour. Mm. And so I started really looking and trying to understand people and understand what made people rise above their adversity. Yeah. And so I went into teaching because I love teaching mm. and I love children. I always wanted to help children. Yeah. And that's my first passion. Mm-hmm. And I have four beautiful children of my own. Wow. Who are now grown up mm-hmm. and have taught me a lot about parenting. Yeah, yeah. yeah I can <laughs> imagine. Everything I know about parenting and probably teaching has come from my children, not from any formal education. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and, and then I, I also did some counselling mm-hmm. and I found, just found there was something else. Mm-hmm. I didn't know at that stage. I went, uh, you know, counselling and traditional things aren't helping. There was something underneath that was causing people to repeat patterns, to stay within the confines of their conditioning or their situation. And I, and 
it fascinated me. I, I was a victim of that of myself. Like yeah. that was me as well. And yeah. I, I think ninety nine point nine percent of people yeah. are, are there. Yes. Um, unless a lot of work is done and we create awareness. And so I went on that journey, and that's when I discovered coaching, and it gave me a new language yeah. to understand what was really going on. And that's yeah. the place that I am now. Wow. Fantastic, Kathy. I can't wait to see what we what unfolds in this conversation. <laughs> yes. Mainly because you're talking about learning from experience. Yes. And of course from your studies. But yeah. I think it's so valuable when we can learn from each other's experiences. You know, yes. Yeah. Every every person on the planet has a story. And yes. I love hearing people's stories. Yeah. My I'm a teacher, but I'm actually a teacher librarian. So Ooh. <laughs> um, that is about stories. And I'm we're wired for story. And yeah. I love that people can tell stories. And we have this opportunity to speak our truth. So yeah. And to heal through yes. that. Yes, yes. absolutely. Mm, yeah. Awesome. Well, let's get into yes. the topic today. So I would love to begin with talking about what is shame. Mm, yes. And... I heard a wonderful uh, discussion about this. Mm -hmm. So sometimes guilt and shame are kind of sisters or okay. cousins. And, and the definition of shame is, well, I'll start with guilt. So guilt is what I've done goes against what I believe I should have done. Okay. Against my values. Mm -hmm. So I feel guilty about my actions. Mm. And, and guilt can, can hopefully make us go, I won't do that again or I'll learn from this. Mm -hmm. Where shame is, this is because I'm bad. So what I did is because... Of me. Mm -hmm. I'm bad. <clears throat> it's about me okay. and that I am the cause of this problem. Not okay. that I did something, ah. but that it's me. So that you're innately wrong. Innately wrong. This wow. I'm not enough. Mm. I feel shame because I should have, could have, and would have done better. Yeah. Not that I did something yeah. that was a mistake or not went against my values or whatever. It's because we're human. Yeah. Humans make mistakes <laughs> and we hopefully learn from them. Yeah. Shame is I can't learn from this. It's just me. Wow. I'm bad. There's something wrong with me. That is a huge statement. It's a difference. Yeah. That's the difference yeah. is that um, when we, and I get goosebumps thinking about it because I see children, a lot of children, and they, they believe that they're the cause. Wow. And a lot of adults do too. They've grown up. And even if it isn't this conscious awareness of I'm the cause of everything wrong in my family or my life, mm -hmm. Um, it presents, and we'll talk about that, presents in different ways. There's this sense of, I'm just not good enough. I'm a fake. Yeah. I'm a failure. I'm a failure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I think mm -hmm. we have all felt that. Oh, yes. And, and <laughs> the reason that this discussion needs mm -hmm. to be had is mm -hmm. because we have all these problems that mm -hmm. we create because of our shame. Mm -hmm. And they're like the surface problems, procrastination self-sabotage overachieving underachieving like there's just a range there's a million things yeah. and they're the surface problems and when people come to coaches to mm -hmm. solve why do i procrastinate when really the big problem is i don't feel good enough i'm never good enough and it's wow. about that the shame that we feel about ourselves 
Which is, it's like there, it's pervading yes. everything, right? Yes, it's just exactly. Feeding absolutely yes. everything. And whether we're conscious of it or not, mm. it's the root cause behind mm. all this surface stuff that we try and fix yeah. and think we're fixing. But until we deal with that innate sense of I'm a fake or I'm not good enough mm. or, or whatever it is yeah. and become conscious and own it yeah. and re heal whatever that is, yeah. these other problems will just exchange for different things oh that's so interesting yes <laughs> oh my goodness yeah i'll swap these for it yeah i'll swap i'll swap smoking for overeating or <laughs> you know like the, the list just goes on <laughs> and so kathy where is shame born like how come we get to that oh, well there's and i'm not sure how your audience would feel about this one um the, the, our old texts, our Bible and all our old scriptures and all the old stories talk about original sin. Mm -hmm. And and, yeah. and, it's, and and I know I grew up in a, a, a Catholic yeah, home. Yeah, me too. Yeah. We were born yeah. with sin. Yes. We had to be washed of it. Well, yeah. you know, there are many th great things about religion. Mm. I doubt, for me, yeah. I don't believe this is one of them, that yeah. we were born with sin. Yeah. And I think that lesson that's taught, if you've grown up with that, yeah. there's something wrong with us. Definitely. We need yeah. redemption. Yeah. And the truth is no one needs fixing. Mm. No one. Mm. We are all perfectly imperfect. We yeah. are meant, we're human. We're meant to make mistakes. It's where growth and learning comes yeah. from. Yeah. And so shame stops us from growing. Mm. This mm. is the, the big thing. Well, ever we hold on to shame we're never going to grow we just stay we stay yeah. in that loop yeah. of it's about me i'm terrible i'm horrible i should have done better i could have you know whatever internal language yeah. so shame can be born from that from just this prevailing um we're all bad yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but then it, it also grows from so children are um egocentric mm. so as a child before the age of seven mm. we believe and know deeply that we're the center of the universe <laughs> I, and it's meant to be that way yeah it's um but also that means on some level whenever something is happening within a family mm -hmm. the child believes it's them oh my goodness of course because they are the center of... on the center so therefore yeah. anything wrong in my world is about me wow but that's not conscious. No, it's not conscious. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much all of what we're talking about isn't conscious yeah. until you've done the work mm. to understand yeah. that this is what's really going on. Yeah. Otherwise, okay. you'd be dealing with surface problems all the time. Um, you know, then we call them safe problems and not the risky problem of really understanding this deep sense of lack of worth or yeah. not being enough. So basically, we pass it on in a way. Oh yes, <laughs> and and I, I really would like people to take because dealing with shame is and this topic comes with shame. Yeah, and this is why it's not talked about. Yeah, because when we start talking about shame, it brings up shame because it's yucky. You it's know, yucky it feels like that. Yeah. It feels uncomfortable. Yeah, and so what happens is. We don't have this discussion. It gets hidden and, and put down and go, no, 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 that's not me. No, no, no. I'll just keep overachieving and do perfectionism because that works for me. <laughs> it does on some level, but yeah. it's never getting rid of that sense that I've got to be better. Yeah. I've got to do more and not being centred and grounded in. I'm enough. I'm enough.
where I am and as I am. Yeah. And so it, where did it come from again? So there's the two, two places. Yeah. It also comes from the language in which parents um, speak with their children. Okay. And this is where I want to take go back a step. Yeah. Because I want us to approach, and anyone who's listening, approach this with gentle curiosity. Yeah. Mm. We have to approach it with the gentleness. Mm. It's a curiosity around it of going, hmm, that's interesting. Yeah. Let me fact check this. Let me just not dismiss it, not um, embrace it completely, go, yes, that's definitely me because that brings up shame. But to be curious and go, okay, this is interesting. Let me me sit with this. Where does this fit for me? And there would be curiosity around the things that feel that we did wrong or that went bad or that, okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so the the conversation that we're having today and the conversation Mm. we need to have with ourselves, there is no right or wrong. Mm. There's no judgment, no blame. It is as it is. Mm. And when I understand it, I can move forward. Mm. And this goes for parenting. So in parenting, there is so much shame, so much guilt. And our parents pass that to the, it's a generational thing. It's our tribal cycle. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so it's very easy to blame. We, if we place blame somewhere else or on ourselves or other people blame us, mm. it's very easy because it takes the focus off what's really going on. Mm. Where with gentle curiosity, we can go, mm, okay, let me just sit with this. Feel whatever happens, feel, notice what's happening Mm. and then create an awareness to be able to change. Yeah. And what happens then when you start exploring like that and you really believe I am the issue, Mm. I am the problem? Mm. Where do you go? What do you do? Yeah. Um, Look, I've I've worked with many clients who've had addiction Mm. and their addiction has made them do things they don't want to do. Yeah. And so there is a lot of shame around that. Mm. Where really, again, it's the doing. Mm. Those things that you did, you know, if we can detach it from who we are to what we've done. So a very big thing that we have is we have what's called identity beliefs. Okay. So identity beliefs is I am. Okay. Mm-hmm. I am this, I am that, I am this. Mm-hmm. And you hear a lot of people who say, I'm anxious. Yeah. I'm depressed. Mm-hmm. I'm something else. I'm happy. Or they use emotions as their identity. Interesting. Okay. Now, identity emotions mm-hmm. is about who you're being. I am not happy. Mm-hmm. I feel happy. Okay. I feel anxious at times. Mm. I feel d- sad, depressed, whatever you want to call it at times. Yeah. But I am not those things. Yeah. And so part of this development of where shame comes from is the language that we're told as children and the language we constantly use ourselves. That this is like I know. Oh, I know. opening. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Robbins yeah. talks about this in the language and in, mm. in his his book that he wrote um if you can remind me, that everyone knew it. It was the big thing. Oh, the giant something? No? Yeah, the giant yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> and he talks a lot about language and emotions. Mm-hmm. And so shame develops also through the lack of understanding emotions, our emotional literacy. Yeah. 
well yeah mm-hmm. okay because we suppress suppress emotions we're not comfortable with with other emotions so if we're set a lot of guys and if these guys listening mm-hmm. and ladies who are around guys yeah. um, often anger is the most more socially acceptable emotion yeah. for a guy than true. sadness yeah true mm. and so that and for a lot of people it is and so shame comes from I feel something and I'm not supposed to I should be feeling something different how am I going to change this yes I'll just swap it for something else to suppress that. Where the truth is, and this is the truth that I believe, and and that has helped me move through this and continue. Like this is an ongoing journey. As life goes on, I mean, I've been on the planet for a while. It's still a continuing journey. Is that all emotions are true, real, valid, and meant to be felt. Okay. And all emotions are meant to cause action. To call us action? Call, meant to make us act. Okay. Uh-huh. So it goes back to tribe. <clears throat> and when saber-toothed tiger was chasing after us, we were meant to run. Okay. To get away from it. Anger is that our boundary has been taken away, like broached. Broach. What we yeah. believe is our safety. You've gone into my boundary. Whether that's an accurate truth of boundaries is another discussion, whole another discussion around boundaries. <laughs> but you're meant to feel angry yeah. because you're meant to say, no, I don't agree with that. With, with children, often kids will come to me in playground and go, such and such did this. And I go, okay, did you tell them you didn't like that? Hmm. No, I came to you. I say, okay, first thing I want you to do is go back to that person and say, I don't like that. Don't do that. Mm, and we're wow. not taught to do that. No. We're taught that we have to either endure it yes. or be silent about yes, it. Or be or, the victim of it. Or be the victim, yeah. Rather yeah, than yeah. going, no, yeah. I don't like that. Mm. And then the other person respecting it. That's a whole other discussion. But yeah. if we all did that, we would understand, yep, okay, that person feels whatever and that's okay. They're allowed to feel angry. They're allowed to feel that. Without oh being mean, because yes. that's the other thing. Yeah, of course. Yeah, anger's always associated with mean meanness. Or yeah. not always, often, um, people start name calling and making it personal and yeah. all this sort of stuff without being um say, well, you know, actually, you've hurt my feelings and I don't like that. Wow. So shame basically inhibits us to, yes. from experiencing real emotions. Yes. And that means that we start putting something else yes. on top of that. Yes. To cover it up. Yes. And Absolutely. to conform to whatever it is that we that is accepted. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so why do we need to be accepted? So I that, I think oh, that Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well we need to okay, acceptance comes from a survival. Okay. We are tribal mm-hmm. animals. Mm-hmm. We are meant to be part of a group. Because together we are stronger. And that means that there's this balance between individuality and acceptance, belonging. We need to belong. Okay. And and I can hazard to say, and this is something that I've thought about, I haven't found anyone who's said this yet, that most of the world's problems are individual versus group. Mm. Think communism. Yeah. Individualism versus group. Yeah. Capitalism, individual versus group. 
Yeah. Most of the problems, I mean, I know in teaching, in managing a class of 30 children, it's like catering to every child's needs versus the needs of the group. Every wow. problem that we have is the needs of the individual versus the group. Mm. And, and so this sense of belonging, we have to belong and we still need to be individuals. And so wow. <laughs> we bring up a lot of shame yeah. if we don't belong. And so therefore... Yeah. We would sometimes people please, yeah. be the hero, yeah. and do all these things to belong in a group. Yeah. You would hope your group accepts you, know how, no matter how you, you are. Oh my goodness! So thinking about family, <coughs> which is that oh, initial yeah. group, <laughs> yes, right, which come with their own stuff, passed down tribally. So, wow, yeah. And so then we are born into this family that has mm. already its own story. Yeah. And we want to be accepted. Mm -hmm. And that's when... It's our survival. Yeah. Just think about it as a baby or a child. Mm. The big people keep us safe. They mm. feed us, give us all our love. We are totally relying on them. Yeah. And therefore, they set the rules to how we're going to behave. Uh-huh. So they have a say in what we feel, think, do. And, and I find this a little bit difficult to understand sometimes because it's like so how can we be us and still be loved you know because we have to conform in some way yeah to what the parents or the caretakers yeah want and, from us. and it's dangerous to think that we can walk into our family and go you are the cause of all my problems <laughs> <laughs> because you know it's easy to do that Yeah. Because it stops us from accepting some kind of responsibility. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about responsibility. Yeah. Okay. Because we're not responsible for the crappy things that happen in our life. Mm. We're just not. We're, the, thing, the only thing we're responsible is our response to it, which okay. is the word. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Your ability to respond. Mm. Responsibility. Interesting. Okay. Wow. Uh -huh. It's in the word. Yeah. It's our ability to respond. So it's got nothing. It's, life happens. Mm. Life is going to be up and down and all over the place. And, and we need to have that responsibility in how we respond. Mm. So the same for our family. We can choose our response. Mm. So if, we, uh, if there was a household of shame in which you were shamed if you felt certain emotions yeah. or you were shamed for being bad, mm. I say, you know, yeah. ba bad, Or you were shamed because you weren't like your sibling or your cousin or, you know, you put the family to shame because you didn't, you know, didn't dance the when thing, the yeah. uncles were there or you didn't kiss the uncle because that was what you're supposed to do or yeah. whatever, whatever it was. Um, then you spent this time going, I need to do that rather than be myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To be able to feel yes. loved. Yes. Accepted. And so the balance is being conscious of it. Uh-huh. So there are things that are going to be okay for you to do and be with your family and go, you know what, this works and I'm okay with that. Mm. And other things that are against your core values that you need to challenge. Mm -hmm. And you can then... And you can do that knowing. And there are times when if a family is very toxic, you need to remove yourself. Wow. Yeah. It's a reasonable thing to do. Mm. And that only comes from really, I mean, um, one of the roles that people can take on is the rebel. 
Yes. So they're going to push everyone away. Yeah. And then families take on different roles, like there's yeah. different emotional energies that are acceptable. And often the oldest is the hero mm. and the second is a rebel. Mm. And the third is the comedian. Oh, my God. And the fourth is the people pleaser. <laughs> I was the fourth. Um, <laughs> I was the first. <laughs> okay, there you go. And, and it isn't that we deny that. It's yeah. that we go, I love parts of that. And mm. is that controlling everything I do? Wow. And if it is, no, create awareness around it. Am I denying other parts of me? Mm. Because our family made it that we could only belong if we were in that role. This is huge. It is. It's huge. Like we're just skirting on the surface. This is just this huge iceberg and so much. And and so shame is is the root cause of pretty much all of our problems that we have, whether we accept it or not. in, it's it's kind of like I think um, the Dalai Lama and in Buddhism it talks about that suffering is part of our humanity yeah. and to me that's our shame mm. that we've we've grown with and that we until we overcome that we're not going to really find our true selves yeah. so it becomes real the biggest teacher yes exactly us. I love mm-hmm. that thank you mm-hmm. yes so when we feel shame, it's an opportunity for us to go, what's this about? Why am I feeling inadequate in this moment? Oh, that question I think is extremely powerful. <laughs> and why am I feeling inadequate in this moment? It could be, you know what, this is beyond my skill level and that's a reasonable thing. But then to go, well, I'll go find out how to do that, mm. not be powerless in fear mm. to be then able to go, that's shame. Mm. to believe oh no I cannot I don't have I don't have I can't no that's not me my sister can do that (laughs) (laughs) she's the one good at that I'm not oh my goodness I I said that so many times I've said it so many times yeah I have too I you know oh she's the artistic one it's not me (laughs) yes (laughs) we're innately as children we're everything we're everything. We're all possibilities until we learn not true. to be. Yeah. And oh, my goodness. Yeah. It, it, and that, that becomes around the age of seven. So before the age of seven, we, we develop all our I am beliefs, those beliefs that we taught, that I yeah. mentioned before, all those beliefs about who we are, who we are. Mm-hmm. And if that is in a, if we grow up in a, in a normal household, mm-hmm. those beliefs become skewed. Wow, and we—it's mm. the—it's the job of becoming a professional adult mm. to understand that. Yeah. That's the job of professional adults. So we are always going to have some kind of uh, conditioning, let's say, or yes, or, yes, or, uh, that programming. Yes. you could call it like that. Yeah, from our family or oh, or, or that's the nucleus, right? Yeah, and so in our childhood, we don't really have the consciousness that that is happening. No. No. But it is our role yes. then later to mm-hmm. decode that. Is yes. that right? Exactly. Okay. Yeah, uh-huh. exactly. I love how you put that. <laughs> <laughs> well done. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It yeah. is our role okay. um, to do that. Otherwise, we are going to repeat it. We're going to pass it on to our children. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, again, as a parent, when I first heard this, I was like, oh, my God, I have screwed my children. <laughs> And 
And the, the truth of it is, and, and if I can share a little story. Please. Um, yeah. So, I've got, as you said, I've got four kids and, and I have a beautiful daughter who's just gorgeous and um, she's now 24. But when she, just before her 21st birthday, she, she recalled that when she was younger, um, the, that she was never allowed to be Batman. So I, I go tra- I've got my other son who's wow. two years younger than her yeah. and they're very close he was Batman for two years. <laughs> he just wanted to be Batman. Yeah. He was four and he wanted to be Batman. <laughs> and he would put the, we'd put it on the clothesline and sit and wait for it to dry to be put Batman <laughs> on again. And that's who he wanted to be yeah. and that's all good. Christmas photos, everything. He was Batman. <laughs> Much to the disgust of other family members, but he was always Batman. And the thing is, is she was very little and he was taller than her. Oh. And the Batman costume was bigger. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the Robin costume was smaller. Now, as a parent, I didn't think anything of it. Yeah. This one fits you. You wear that one, you yeah. know. But yeah. she, when she retold this story with me, I might get emotional because it, it touches me quite a bit. Yeah. Is she said to me, Mum, I remember when I was young, I, could not, I wasn't allowed to wear the Batman costume. And instead of reacting to it, I went, tell me more. What? what? And she said, well... I was always Robin and my brother, who's younger, was always Batman. And it made me feel like, well, actually, he didn't say that yet. I said, what did you make that mean? Mm-hmm. And she said, well, I thought it meant that I wasn't good enough to be Batman. Oh, my goodness. That's wow. the birth of shame. Wow. Now, I had no intention of, course, of causing yeah. that. Yeah. Like as a parent, we can't predict what our children are going to make it mean. Of course, yeah. And we can only do the best with what we've got. Hope that we're, we're healing ourselves, that we don't repeat the tribal cycle. Mm-hmm. And of course, my reaction to that was, come here, of course you're enough. You can be Batman whenever you want. And that was naughty. It's just that this was smaller and you fitted into that and he fitted into this and that was all it was. Mm-hmm. And she said, oh... I never realised. Wow. Yeah. And that was the and that was the changing for her. Like because I'd actually ask, what did you make that mean? Mm. Rather than me dismissing it and going, Oh, that's not true, or no, that didn't happen, I went, What what did you make that yeah. mean? Yeah. And I got to the cause and I could see there was shame growing there and I needed wow. to go back and heal that. And of course went for a twenty first, I got her a Batman outfit. <laughs> And she'd had a new boyfriend and he just looked at us and went, these people are crazy. Like, she's given a 21-year-old daughter a Batman outfit. Like, what is going on? But she just cried. She just cried and said, thank you. So, I know. that's. But as parents, that question, what do you make it mean? So going back and understanding that children will make things mean things that we didn't realise that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's constantly having that, that openness to it of yeah. understanding and checking in with them. This episode is to be continued. Join us next week to keep learning a bit more about shame and how it affects our day-to-day life. But most importantly, let's continue learning about ourselves. Kathy is going to share with us a few tips and exercises that we can do to move forward and to be able to explore, as she says, with gentle curiosity, 
what's going on underneath our behaviors, our thoughts, our patterns. So I'll see you or I'll catch you next Monday. Until then, bye bye. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Love Approach Project podcast. It is an honor for me to bring you content that can help you grow, heal and learn new tools that can support you in your day-to-day life. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please do so now. There are many more guests and new curated topics every week to keep supporting you in your path to health and healing. I am on a mission to support you in releasing stress and in making love the rule of your everyday. Until next week.